Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Moment with M&MJ. You're not going to say that's Mike again? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But I could. That, that was, was Mike. That was cute. That was cute when we did that last time. Anyway, hey, y'all. How you doing? Well, we hope you're doing great. We do more than hope we, that you're doing great. We pray that you're doing great. And uh, our last podcast, I noticed that we had some really uh, encouraging shares, I guess you might say. Yeah, some, that we had friends that sharing. are sharing it. That's and so exciting. We really, We're happy really, about that. really appreciate that. Last week, was it was really powerful just going over what uh, the sacrifice that Jesus made and the price that he paid for us. It was, it was pretty amazing when we stop and think about that. So uh, today, um, we're going to talk about an appeal to heaven. I know those, that, those of you who are close to us know that we have um, really been kind of digging into this. Uh, I'm going to go over, just being the, the history geek that I am, I'd like to go over a little bit of the history of this, and uh, I'm going to put a picture of the flag actually in our uh, YouTube video. If, yeah. If you're a uh, Podbean subscriber, thank you so very much for subscribing to that. And, you know, we've got uh, one of our one of our listeners has said that when he gets the notification, he'll listen to it when he's getting ready for work so he can be ready for the day, you know, get some motivation. And I'm like, <laughs> that's really cool. So, but anyway, the, uh, and you can look it up on the internet too. We are going to put one in uh, the YouTube video, but you can look up the appeal to heaven flag. It's a white flag. It says appeal to heaven across the top and appeal to heaven. It has a picture of an evergreen tree on it. Uh, Dutch Sheets wrote a book called An Appeal to Heaven. And I would highly recommend it for a little bit more in-depth uh, study on it as to how far we're going to go, because we're going to go in uh, a little bit, a little bit more historical context with the flag as far as how it it uh, applies to the history of our nation, to the United States, and then go into um, uh, scripture in Acts chapter twenty-five, where Paul is before the Sanhedrin. We're going to talk a little bit about that too. So. And anyway. we're going to talk a little bit about how we're applying it today. Yes, yes. and things that we're going to do um, in applying that with, you know, uh, going forward with the ministry and things like that. So anyway, an appeal to heaven. If you uh, notice the flag, uh, it is a white flag, black letters. It says an appeal to heaven, and it has a picture of an evergreen tree in the middle. Now, this flag was, as far as a lot of people are concerned, the first unofficial flag of the United States of America back in the uh, 1700s. Uh, I pulled an article up off of the internet. I'm going to just share a couple of points off of here because there is a little bit of misconception about the history of this flag and what it actually stood for and why it was actually uh, printed in and designed. Would you say misconceptions or just different ideas? Yeah, maybe different ideas is probably good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's good because then when we look at it in the context that we're going to look at it further on, we can say it may not be a misconception. It may just be a different idea. Uh, the tree flag featuring a pine tree with the motto of an appeal to heaven or sometimes an appeal to God was used originally by a squadron of six cruiser ships commissioned under George Washington's authority as commander-in-chief of the Continental Army in October of 1775. The design of the flag came from General Washington's secretary, Colonel Joseph Reed. The pine tree had long been a New England symbol de 
being depicted on the flag of New England flown by colonial merchant ships dating back to 1686. And even today, some of the um, New England states still have a pine tree on their state flag. Uh, Leading up to the Revolutionary War, it became a symbol of colonial ire and resistance to the British Empire. The colonists resented the restrictions on the timber used for their needs and livelihoods. Prohibitions were disregarded, and they practiced swamp law where the pines were harvested anyway, according to their needs, regardless of what the British said. In New Hampshire, enforcement of this um, of these restrictions led to the Pine Tree Riot in 1772, one of the first acts of forceful protest against British policy. It occurred almost two years prior to the Boston Tea Party and three years before the opening of hostilities began at the battles of Lexington and Concord. A pine tree was also used on the flag that the colonists flew at the Battle of Bunker Hill in June 1775, and I read a little bit about that battle. Uh, the colonists almost won the battle. They actually stopped the British. They stopped them cold from coming up the hill. The only reason that the British prevailed is because we ran out of ammunition. Wow. So, and they, they were flying a pine tree flag. The phrase, appeal to heaven is a particular expression of the right of revolution used by British philosopher John Locke in the Second Treatise on Civil Government, which was published in 1690 as part of two treaties of government refuting the theory of the divine right of kings. Okay, So, so they wanted to say it was um, God's privilege to have the rights and not king's privilege exactly. to have first rights, you might yes, say. Yes, the king's privilege to give rights to the people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's where in the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, the Declaration of Independence, there's a lot of uh, East Coast states that actually their state mottos are similar to South Dakota, which is under God, the people rule. Mm-hmm. It's not under the king, the people are ruled. Right. And that's what they were dealing with back in that time. And, you know, the early colonial history, it was the oppression that the British government was putting on them. And they're like, hey, uh, no, no, thank you. Uh, Locke's works, John Locke's works were well known and frequently quoted by colonial leaders being the most quoted authority on government in the 1760 to 1776 period prior to American independence. The phrase, uh, was also used by the second continental Congress in the declaration of independence. So if you look at the declaration of independence, you will see that, uh, appeal to heaven in there. Um, it was also invoked by Patrick Henry in his Liberty or Death speech. So there's a lot. So of, it has some good history. Some great history. And I don't really, I don't really feel as, as we go on, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, uh, you'll see this also. I don't really feel that this was all just because of a pine tree tax. Right. I really don't. Um, well, Dutch Sheets in his book talks about the Indian tribe, too, that was looking well, the to... the Iroquois. Mm-hmm, yes. And how they would make covenant, and they would use the pine tree as a part of their symbolism, you mean? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or how they would see it? They did. And uh, we're going to get into that a little bit farther when we get into Scripture in Genesis, Genesis chapter 22 about the uh, significance of the pine tree, which um, is pretty amazing. So... Thinking about the position that the colonies were in at that particular time, they are, there's, there's no way 
I mean, George Washington ran away from more battles than he stood because he did not have the finances to properly equip his army. Right. They had to run away because they ran out of ammo. They couldn't fight. And they knew if they stood in a bayonet fight with the British, they were just going to get decimated. That was all there was to it. So they had to make an appeal. And they did. And they made their appeal to heaven. If you look at... I mean, so many of the founding documents of this nation that were written by the founding fathers, even the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, uh, Patrick Henry was a, just a tremendous orator back mm-hmm. in the uh, 18th century, the late 18th century, about uh, um, the Revolutionary War period, constantly invoking, we need God's help. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's where they really took up this flag and said, you know what, we have no other recourse but to appeal to heaven. We are not going to win against mm-hmm. the British on our own. Right. And that actually will go back to um, Genesis 21, and we're going to go there right now, which you're talking about the pine tree. Why the pine tree on the flag? Okay, if you look at Genesis chapter 21, Abraham had just cut covenant with Abimelech. And he said this uh, in verse uh, chapter 21, verse 32. Thus they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech and Phicol, uh, the commander of his army, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba and called there on the name of the Lord, the eternal God. Mm-hmm. Okay, a tamarisk tree is a slow-going, slow-going, yeah, they don't go very fast, (laughs) a slow-growing type of an evergreen tree. Okay. So there you have the first mention of the evergreen tree Mm -hmm. as, and and he didn't plant that for him. He planted that tree as a symbol for those who came after him. Yeah, they had... They, they used looking at things mm-hmm. so much you know, oh, as symbols and symbolism just reminders huge. of your relationship with God. Yes. And then going back to what Mary Jo said about the Iroquois, mm-hmm. uh, when they would cut covenant with another tribe, mm-hmm. they would literally take their weapons of war and, and make a covenant in a treaty, and they would bury them at the base of an evergreen tree. And, and a large evergreen tree, yes. if I remember the story, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we get the term bury the hatchet, mm-hmm. okay, from that. So covenant, um, and, and it's interesting. You know, we, we, we hear about all the names of God, like Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, and all this stuff. There's one time in Scripture. Oh, really? It's only one time? I, I believe so. This, well, this is the first time in Scripture. Genesis 21, verse 33, the eternal God, mm-hmm. okay, is translated uh, uh, El, right, is God. El. And the eternal is, the, the Hebrew word for that is Olam. Mm-hmm. So you could call him Olam El. Okay. All right? Olam, being eternal, transcends time in both directions, the future and the past. As a matter of fact, uh, listening to Dutch teach on it, you can't put Olam El into time because he is he was before time, he'll be after time. Time came when the fall of man happened. 
And I think time is what God has us using here on Mm -hmm. earth and Mm -hmm. that there'll be a day when we're not using time because it'll just be eternal. Yeah, it'll be 100% eternal. So Olam El, the eternal everlasting God, Mm -hmm. he was before, he was, and he is, and he is to come. Mm -hmm. Okay? That signifies the covenant that he made when he called on, when Abraham called on Olam El. Mm Mm-hmm after he had cut covenant with Abimelech and planted the tree. Right. Okay, so looking at the appeal to heaven flag now, we can look at the, the evergreen tree and say that is eternal covenant. A and, symbol of it. Yes, yeah, symbol of eternal covenant. And I think that's what the colonists were looking to portray when they put the evergreen tree on the appeal to heaven flag. You know, they more than likely had some colonists that were thinking one way and some colonists that were thinking more another. Than likely. But that's the same with us today. You know, we have people that are believing, you know, one way and and, mm-hmm. and others are believing, you know. So mm-hmm. um gonna take a, a little bit of a piece of scripture and tie this into what uh, the appeal to heaven is about. We say it's an appeal to heaven, Gen- not Genesis, Acts chapter 25, looking at verse 9, okay, is where Paul is before the Sanhedrin. Festus is questioning him, and uh, he's being brought in on some trumped-up charges. I'm going to read it out of the Passion, uh, verses 9 through 12 in uh, 25th chapter of Acts. Festus, because he wanted to curry favor with the Jews, asked Paul, Are you willing to go with me to Jerusalem and be tried for these charges? Paul replied, I am standing here before Caesar's tribunal. This is where I should be tried. As you well know, I have done no harm to the Jews. Uh, Paul was standing before Caesar's tribunal because he was an, a Roman citizen. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. As you well know, I have done no harm to the Jews. If I have committed a crime worthy of death, I won't seek to escape the death penalty. But if none of these charges are true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. And he appealed to Caesar because he was a Roman citizen. Because he was a Roman citizen. And he could. He was legally able to do that. And it was Based on his what? His citizenship. His citizenship. Yes. Mm -hmm. After conferring, verse 12, after conferring with the members of his council, Festus replied, since you have appealed to Caesar, to Caesar you will go. Mm -hmm. They had no choice at that point, but Mm -hmm. they had to put him in a boat and take him to Rome to go before Caesar. Yeah, because they had to follow their citizenship rules. They did. Mm -hmm. We, the Bible says, we are citizens of heaven. Yay, yay, yay. Therefore, we have a right to appeal to heaven. Yep. And petition the Lord. We yes. do that every time we pray. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, and think about, go back to the early days of the nation, the appeal to heaven. They were appealing to God. They, if you look at the Mayflower Compact, all these things, uh, all these documents that are, are saying that we need God in this. We are here because we want to worship God. We want to further the kingdom of God. We want to send the gospel to the four corners mm-hmm. of the earth. Mm-hmm. The early writings of this nation are full of that. And when the oppression started to come so hard from the British and the British wanted to shut the colonies down, they're like, no, we appeal to heaven yes, because we can, because we are citizens of heaven. That's so good. And that 
wow. So we can do that daily, mm-hmm. and we can do that for our nation even now. Right. If we were to, as believers, if we were to sit down and look at the array of hell that is presented against us right now as the church of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I don't really see much of anything, if anything, in the, quote, natural that we can do except appeal to heaven to get this thing turned around to get America back on the path that she was founded mm-hmm. and created to accomplish and to walk on. Yeah, we to have get the to, Bible back in our schools. Right, and to get God as the central focus of why this nation was created. Yep. And to keep our freedom of speech, our mm-hmm. freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right now, with some of, these, uh, some of these pieces of legislation floating around in Congress, they would be a direct attack on our First Amendment right to practice our religious freedom as we see fit, mm-hmm. which is guaranteed to us by the Constitution. Right. So we we've, we get to. Yep, we are. And we are, yes. And part of it is, and this is exciting, we did our first one uh, Sunday, Easter Sunday, actually. Uh, we had an Appeal to Heaven meeting. Mm-hmm. We were driving into work, and I'm... You know, I don't claim to hear God's audible audible voice, you know, every single day. It's like God is sitting in my ears speaking to it Mm because he speaks to us through our spirit, right? Mm -hmm. But it was so clear and so strong Mm -hmm. that it almost seemed like God was sitting in my ear talking to me. And he said, call an appeal to heaven meeting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just kind of meditated on it for just like a second and a half and again, call an appeal to heaven meeting, and boom, it began to drop into my heart about why, Mm -hmm. uh, when really was kind of up in the air, who and what, and all of those questions, who, what, where, when, why, and things like that started to get answered real quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think we're at a point in time now uh, with America and with the world that we really need to get down to business and appeal to heaven and buckle down into some hard intercessory prayer for this nation. And it was just really unique in a way. We shared with our prayer group on Friday night that Mike wanted to set a date for a prayer. And we've shared it a couple of times, actually, but we've just been praying about when that appeal to heaven meeting should be. And so as we prayed and we're asking God, it just, it really rose up. Like Mike mentioned something about Passover, because we were in Passover week on that mm-hmm. Friday night. That was Good Friday, yeah. And it rose up inside of me that we need to not have Passover pass over without doing a, a appeal, to, appeal heaven to heaven meeting. meeting. Yeah. So that was awesome. That was just powerful. everybody that was at our place on that Friday night was available to come out and pray on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. And isn't that amazing considering was it was Easter? Right. So we just said, you know, let's do it Sunday mm-hmm. and um, touch yep, heaven. And, and we did, and we had uh, it was it was powerful. I mean, we just we just walked around and just prayed and praised the Lord. We got some uh, uh, brought an amp out and put some music on that was playing and and uh, we hung the flags. We yep. um, put some flag. What are they holders yep. in a tree? And yeah. hung <laughs> the, the drill out and an appeal to heaven into a tree, right? <laughs> flag and the American flag. United yep. States flag, and we hung those in a tree, and Mike got some pictures, so we'll put those up. But yeah. I guess, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've been asking Mike, I'm like, so what's different about, you know, every time that we pray, 
and this. And I think it kind of just, one of the things that really just dropped into, into me and to my thoughts and heart is that we have that banner flying. Mm-hmm. We have the flag flying, which has the the inscription on it, an appeal to heaven, mm-hmm. and it has the symbol of the covenant. Mm-hmm. And that is potentially one of the one of the main things you know god uses symbolism all the time oh and uses um I mean, types and shadows yes of, yes of things so much of the bible so much of the old testament is just prophetic types and shadows yes. of things to come yeah and when we look at something and and we utilize that to look at so um so anyway i'm going to just share that as i was walking around Yes. I felt to go up on, you know, down through, um, we have like a water-fed creek area. And grain-fed so, creek, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, water, grain-fed, yeah. yeah. And it's dry, kind of like It's dry right now, but we're believing for rain. We're believing for rain. So I walked, you know, over to kind of this next little hill area, and Mike had gotten some music playing. And I was up there, and I had this little handheld flag that's, a, you know, it's a little appeal to heaven flag that you can hold in your hand. And... I could hear it in the breeze, and I just said, God, this flag is speaking right now, mm-hmm. okay? And I just thanked him for intervening and listening to that flag speak. And all of a sudden, the the flag that was up at by the house mm-hmm. snapped, and it was right after the song that was on the, um, that Mike was playing through the computer and the amplifier, said, I'm going to see a victory. So it was like, I'm going to see a victory. And that, appeal, snapped. that appeal to heaven flag snapped. And I was like, oh, oh, oh God, you are God. so good. Because it was just it was just an anointed moment. It and um, I believe it was totally from God. It was. It was it was powerful. But we had a great time. And then we shared some fellowship afterwards. And, and uh, I'm excited to see. And I know Mary Jo now is, is we're just, we're really excited to see where this is going to go going forward and what God's going to do. So be on the lookout. I'm going to throw out a bolo here. Be on the lookout. We'll post announcements on, we'll post it on our Facebook page. Uh, if we have to put up a podcast saying, hey, this is what we're going to be doing here. We'll do it. We'll put it up on the ministry Facebook page. If you haven't gone to the ministry Facebook page uh, and clicked like on it and follow, please do. LTS Ministries International on Facebook. I may go ahead and just put something up um, to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of where it's at so you can find it. And then... um, We're going to plan a a meeting and give plenty of notice Yes, and try to have as many people come out and just be here praying. And we're going to have several flags. Yes, we're going to have flags flying, and we are going to exercise our rights as citizens of heaven to appeal to to the most high God and say, God, we need your help. We need your intervention. It still works. The appeal to heaven still works. Dutch Sheets has been putting out a a Give Him 15 daily for quite a while, and that's kind of the theme of it. It still works. It still works. The appeal to heaven still works. So. We hope this has blessed you. We hope that, uh, you know, I hope that you've got some good information about this, Mm -hmm. learned a little bit more about the founding of this nation Mm -hmm. and godly principles. Uh, Feel free to do some research on your own. Look up the works of John Locke um, and uh, go to the Founding Fathers documents, the things that they wrote, the Declaration of Independence, the original uh, setup of the Constitution, 
and things like that and take a look at it and yep. see how much godly heritage we have in this nation. And so, please share and continue yes. to give us input because we enjoy it. Yes, we do. We love it. And we love all of y'all. And thank you so much for listening. We sure appreciate it. Have a great day.